Okay, so the Philadelphia experiment. Now, some people listening or watching this, depending on what platform you're on, might know what I'm talking about, but for the people that are saying, what the hell is the Philadelphia experiment? It, it has a few different names. So it's worldly renowned as the Philadelphia experiment, but it's also called Project Rainbow. Now, I want everyone to keep in mind that not all of these statements, witnesses, and speculations have been confirmed. However, as you'll hear later into the episode, some actually have been. So I'd also like to note that the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because in theory, what was supposedly achieved in this military project, Project Rainbow or the Philly Experiment, almost 80 years ago, has somewhat been proven possible in today's day and age. And I'll, I'll get to that shortly. So Project Rainbow or the Philadelphia Experiment, whatever you want to call it, was an experiment that was conducted by the United States Navy in which their initial attempt was to try and scramble the magnetic signatures of ships using the degaussing technique. Now, degaussing is a process in which systems of electrical cables are installed around the circumference of whatever you're putting it on. And in this case, it was a ship, so it was around, they put it around the, the hull of the ship, running from the boat to stern on, uh, on both sides. Now, then a measured electrical current is passed through these cables to cancel out the ship's magnetic field. So the U.S. Navy attempted to conduct this experiment on the uh, USS Eldridge and the USS Angstrom ships. And it's confirmed that both ships did actually have classified de uh, devices on board. And each member of that ship was given a, a very specific handbook that detailed how everything was supposed to be operating in order for this experiment to be successful. And that handbook had only 127 limited copies, all, uh, all of which have been destroyed, you know, ironically. But before we break down what really happened that day, I want to touch upon the man behind some of this, Carl M. Allen, who would go by the pseudonym uh, or alias Carlos Allende. So in the 1950s, the, something called the unified field theory attempted to merge Einstein's general theory of relativity with electromagnetism. In fact, Allende, this guy Carlos Allende, claimed to have been taught by Einstein himself and could prove the uh, unified field theory based on, he, uh, based on events that he witnessed on October 28, 1943. Now, Allende claimed that he saw the Eldridge disappear from the Philadelphia Naval Yard, and he further insisted that the United States military had conducted what he called the Philadelphia Experiment and was trying to cover it up very strongly. Now, two separate and completely different experiments took place. Both, however, involved the same vessel, the USS Eldridge, but the question is what happened in each of these alleged experiments. So <clears throat> I just want to say two separate sets of events make up the Philadelphia experiment. Both revolve around the Navy destroyer escort, the USS Eldridge, which with the events taking place on two separate days, uh, one in the summer and then one in the fall of 43. So in the first experiment, an alleged method of, electro, uh, of electrical field manipulation allowed the Eldridge to be rendered invisible on July 22nd, 1943 in the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. The second rumored experiment was the teleportation and small-scale time travel with the ship sent a few seconds in the past of the USS Eldridge from the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard all the way to Norfolk, Virginia 
on October 28th, 1943. Now, there's some really horrible tales of, like, fucking mangled seamen and sailors, you know, stuck within the metal of the Eldridge, uh, often you know, accompany this experiment and these rumors and whatnot and, uh, and witness accounts too. And the U.S. Eldridge reappeared seconds later in the waters around Philadelphia. So recitation of the events surrounding the second Philadelphia experiment include a cargo and troop transport vessel, which was the SS Andrew Furuseth. Now, the second experiment claims those on board the Andrew Furuseth viewed the Eldridge and its crew as they teleported into Norfolk momentarily before the ship returned to the waters of Philly. So it's kind of like, how the fuck does that make any sense, right? Now, the idea behind all of this was to prove that Einstein's unified field theory, which in particle physics is theoretically possible, um, now, the unified field theory is an attempt to describe all fundamental forces and the relationships between elementary particles in terms of a single theoretical framework. So in physics, forces can be described by fields that uh, mediate interactions between two separate objects. So in the mid-19th century, James Maxwell formulated the first field theory in his theory of electromagnetism. Then... In the early part of the 20th century, Einstein developed general relativity, a field theory of gravitation. Now later, Einstein and others attempted to construct a unified field theory where electromagnetism and gravity would emerge as different aspects of a single fundamental field, but they failed. And to this day, gravity remains beyond attempts at a unified field theory. However, I don't think and I'm not a scientist, but there are many out there that don't believe it's out of the realm of impossibility. We just don't know how to do it yet, right? But I'll touch upon that in, an, in a, a later episode. And so this whole notion that Project Rainbow or the Philadelphia Experiment is a myth or made-up story of sorts, I think is a little bit more than that. Now, when searching through military and Navy archives, I found nothing of the subject. And the Navy has denied on multiple occasions to several reporters and, and journalists and news outlets that an experiment like this ever took place. However, they admitted that during and after World War II, they did attempt in many ways to actually conducting experiments where essentially they would, sorry about that, they tried to conduct experiments in which would render uh, objects invisible to the human eye. Now, as to whether or not they succeeded is something they refused to comment on. But, and that's the other thing too. When, when, when a government agency or an institution refuses to comment on something, you know something's going on, right? But to provide support of this entire argument is an experiment that was successfully completed three years ago. So according to MIT... This is factual, by the way. Researchers in China were able to teleport a photon from the ground to a satellite orbiting more than 500 kilometers above. Now, before I go on, this almost this theoretically proves the unified field theory, but to a limited extent. And it shows promise with regards to the entanglement theory in the realm of quantum physics. Now, I do believe, and I could be very wrong, but I do believe there is a combination. There, there's something going on with how they can how gravity could potentially be recreated along with time travel and invisibility i think it all falls in what the in what einstein was trying to prove now the technique relies on the strange phenomenon of entanglement and this incur this occurs when i think it was uh, yeah two quantum objects like uh, such as photons form at the same instant and point 
uh, and in space, and so they share the same existence. So in technical terms, they're described by the same wave function. Now, the curious thing about entanglement is that this shared existence continues even when the photons are separated by vast distances. So a measurement on one immediately influences the state of the other regardless of the distance in between them. So back in the 90s, scientists realized they could use this to link, tra uh, to transmit quantum information from one point in the universe to another. So the idea is to download all the information associated with one photon in one place and transmit it over an entangled link to another photon in another place, right? Regardless of the distance in between. Now, the second photon what happens is when you bring one, one photon to another, the second photon then takes on the identity of the first. And for all intents and purposes, it becomes the first photon. So that photon that moved is now the original one. So in essence, that is the theory or the nature of teleportation. So this idea that teleportation is something of science fiction isn't exactly the case anymore. And I wouldn't have made this episode if I couldn't at least support some of what I, you know, was being discussed. Although the thought of this kind of science becoming a reality one day, I mean, to be honest with you, seems pretty awesome. And so whether or not you want to believe or tend to believe that the Philadelphia or experiment or Project Rainbow actually took place or not, that is entirely up to you. I mean, look, I encourage everybody to look into it. But more importantly, understand that the more we evolve as humans on an intellectual scale, the more and more science fiction is actually proving to become reality in a lot of cases.